This is Marriage to the Max, episode number nine. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. Number nine, number nine. I'm Kelly Hurst. Yep, uh, and I'm the and other you guy, are? Brett Hurst, yes. <laughs> we are Still. marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement, and this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Our hope is really simple. We just want to encourage you in your marriage relationship because we believe that healthy marriage should be a front burner conversation. And so that is why we are here to help that happen. In this episode, we're going to be discussing famous marriage quotes. Or not so famous. Are you ready for this episode? I think so. Okay, now, this is actually our first attempt, I need to set this up, at hosting what we hope will be a series in the Marriage to the Max podcast. Oh, it's a series. And that is where we, you and I each bring some quotes about marriage. Okay. Some from famous people, some not, some from living people, some not. And we have unrehearsed dialogue about what we think those quotes mean and if there's any validity to them. You mean so all that other dialogue was supposed to be rehearsed? Well, you know, somewhat. Yeah. So the twist on this type of episode. I that memo. <laughs> the twist on the episode is that I don't know what quotes you've brought and you don't know what quotes I've brought. So well, how intriguing. There's just basically no script at all, which is mildly scaring me, but we're going to move forward. And if we succeed in this episode, we will do another quotes show sometime in the series. Tension is in the air. <laughs> Are you ready? We're so mad. Fire cap. away. Okay. Um, my first quote, because we're going to do my quotes at the, before the break, and then we're going to come back and do your quotes, okay? Okay. I, I repeat, Brett does not know what I've brought, and I don't know what you've brought. <laughs> I have no such knowledge. Okay. Um, the first quote I've brought is... Um, and you just want me to react to this? Yeah, or? and just tell me if you think, like, what this represents or if it has validity or what, you know based on maybe who said it. And, okay. Okay, so I'm going to start with um, yours and my favorite uh, celebutante, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. I know. I had, to go, I had to go Kardashian on this first one. All right. Okay, so in a recent interview with Oprah Winfrey, when she was speaking of her divorce from her estranged husband of 72 days, yeah. um, this, this was her quote. Qu- <laughs> this is her remark that she quoted. Quote, I want my forever... I want my fairy tale. She wants her forever. She wants her fairy tale. Yeah, this is after she was going through her divorce. So this right. is not like before her wedding. This is, you know, going, this is post-divorce. So this is the new Kim. She's yes. Yeah, post that 72-day, whatever exactly. that was. I want my forever. I want my fairy tale. What say you? Uh, well, I want Kim to have that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want her to have her uh <laughs> Fairy tale, you know. I don't know what she's talking. She's cert- certainly not talking about marriage, <laughs> but you know, I want her to. Do you think she has a realistic view at this point of maybe marriage? And... Uh, perhaps not. <laughs> not not sure. She's uh, maybe has the right uh, mindset or approach toward a 
lifelong relationship, but I, you know, don't want to. Well, and here was the reason I actually brought the quote to the table was not so much to kick, you know, Ms. Kardashian yeah. while she's recovering from a divorce, but to maybe ask the bigger question, do you think that mindset represents a generational way oh, yeah. of thinking, you know, that oh, yeah. I deserve my fairy tale and my forever and but I don't know that they come they say that, but I'm not sure that they necessarily know what work is involved in getting that. Right. Yeah, and you know, I don't there's few people that are bigger romantics than I am, believe it or not. I mean yeah, I do a lot of weddings and I love to be part of great wedding celebrations and all that kind of kind of thing. Want want those to be great experiences for your uh, couples, but uh, boy, marriage is hard work, and you can't just quit at the first sign of trouble. Don't know the details of the, uh, their particular relationship, but well, I mean, you know, we don't know them personally. Kim and I are not friends or anything, but uh, that's right. You're not. I mean, just seeing it play out, I just would have to assume. I don't think they knew each other for very long, for one thing. Kind of my hunch. And I don't think they had really spent a lot of time even in the same place to even know whether or not they should get married, you know? And I, I just, it was a sad story. I mean, I did feel sorry for her family. I felt sorry for her you know, ex-husband and everything. But I just thought that the quote was so um, telling about, I think, what a lot of people look at. I I deserve this fairy tale. I really don't know what's involved in getting that, but that's what I want. So I guess what I'm hearing is an $18 million wedding did not, <laughs> it's not a fairy, does did not, not a fairy tale did make. not accomplish the fairy tale. Okay. <laughs> All right. So moving on, because right. that was the first one. Okay. okay. The second quote I brought to the table was by Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And at some point, I don't know when he said this, but he said, quote, do you want to be single and lonely or married and bored? What are your thoughts about that quote? My thought is, uh, are those my only options? <laughs> I know. That was my thought, too. Yeah. <laughs> I would say there's more options on the table than that. But, uh... Well, here's the thing is, like, he's been married for a while. I think you know, 16 years, something like that. I don't know when he said this. I think he said it when he was married, uh-huh. you know, and he's a comedian and, you know, comedians, of course, have to, you know, be, be funny, funny. Yeah. about marriage and everything. But um, I just kind of wonder, like, what his wife thinks, of, <laughs> if that's what he really thinks, marriage has to be boring, yeah. you know, but it does contribute to this ridiculous mindset that, you know, uh, once you get married, all the fun goes out of your life and everything's boring. And, you know, we talk about that all the time, how in movies, you know, the end of the movie is the wedding usually. You know, you fall in love. That should be the beginning of the movie. You know, you're falling in love, falling in love, and then the movie's over. Right. And that's just when everything starts. I mean, that's when the really good stuff starts. But I think even the other part of that quote is interesting to me that, you know, single and lonely. I know a ton of people who are single and have – super fulfilled lives. Likewise. And, you know, maybe they have moments of loneliness. Probably Even married couples have moments of loneliness. You know, Plenty have moments of loneliness, so but that's true. I, like you, thought that that surely those aren't the only two options. That's right. There's other, there's other options to explore. All right. Any other comments on that one? No. All right. Moving on. Um, this next quote comes from a woman named Diane Sully, who's the founder of SmartMarriages.com. Oh, yeah. We've met her. And uh, this was a quote that I really like. I don't know when she said it, but I really liked it. It is, quote, they say it takes a village to raise a child. 
That may be the case, but the truth is that it takes a lot of solid, stable marriages to create that village. Hmm. Yes, I would agree with that quote. That's why we think things like marriage groups are important for couples to meet with other couples. It's important for you to have, if you're married, to have people in your life that are Mm -hmm. pro-marriage to support you and keep you going. Since we've moved from a more agrarian society to an information age, there aren't, we don't talk to people in the suburbs over our back fence like Mm -hmm. we used to in the olden days. So there's a lot less built-in encouragement to uh, get people to stick in relationships for the long run. Mm -hmm. The tagline for this this podcast is healthy marriages equal a healthy world. And I think it plays right into that quote. And, you know, that quote got tons of um, attention back in the 90s, you know, when Hillary Clinton wrote the book, It Takes a Village. Uh-huh. And, you know, that phrase became, you know, kind of a little buzz phrase, takes a village to raise a child, which I absolutely, you know, believe. Right. But what makes up that village, you know, and it really does, you know, even studies and, and research show that healthy marriages create healthy families, which mm. create healthy communities. And so you really are building a healthy, stable village by married couples who are happy and thriving. Well, I certainly concur. <laughs> All right. So we're moving to the next quote. Yep. And this is a quote from Warren Beatty, which I just thought was kind of funny. And I don't know if he was trying to be funny when he said this or he was just being honest. But Did he say this before You're So Vain or after? No, f- long after You're So Vain. Okay. This All is right. from a New York Times article from 2006. Okay. The interviewer said to him, because he was already married at this point, he's been married to Annette Benning for, you know, gosh, 20 years probably now. And I'd be willing to bet marriage has been good to him. I think so. But the interviewer says to Warren Beatty, he says, for so long, you were the poster boy for American bachelorhood. Now that you've settled into a marriage, do you find monogamy difficult? And Beatty answered, no, I would imagine that marriage without it is difficult. Marriage without monogamy Mm -hmm. is difficult? Well, good for him. (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know if he was trying to be funny or just kind of drab, but that's kind of a duh, which I love. (laughs) Well, what an ironic twist of events that Warren (laughs) Beatty would be pro-monogamy. I know. He had quite a full life, I hear. Yeah. Pre-marriage. (laughs) Yeah. I hope he's been to his physician. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Is that all you have to say about that comment? I'm going to leave it there. All right. Okay. Well, I'm coming into my last comment before we go to the break. And this was by an American psychiatrist and author named Frank Pittman. Okay. And he says, quote, marriage like a submarine is only safe if you get all the way inside. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Wait, this may be our first and last uh, quotes show for Marriage to the Max podcast. Right. Well, I'm going to take <laughs> I the... love that quote. You sure. don't love it? No, I do. I'm what do you t- think it means? Well, I'm going to take the high road <laughs> and say that it means uh, that you've got to be fully invested in your marriage to get all that marriage has available for you. <laughs> I think it totally speaks to emotional intimacy, don't you? Of course. That was the first thing I thought of. No, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I should have known by the look on your face that you were thinking another direction. Well, 
But don't you agree with that statement? I yes. mean, and here's the reason I liked it so much is because sometimes we sit with couples and they've got kind of this one foot in, one foot out mindset. Right. That's you know, true. because being fully invested in a relationship is a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. You know, and to be just, you know, completely vulnerable with somebody, you've got to trust that person. It's got to be a safe place and all that. But when I read that, I was just like, that. That is such a great thing. You you really do need to be all the way inside for it to work and not have one foot out the door. Agreed. Wow. Sticking to the that high road totally here. totally just fell dead. No, no, okay. no. I'm just sticking to the high road here. So You're listening to Marriage to the Max. Welcome back to Marriage to the Max. We are continuing our conversation about famous marriage quotes. And before or, the break, or not so famous, not so famous yeah. we went Most through Most of these some, I haven't heard before. <laughs> we went through the some quotes that I had brought to the table. And so now we're going to turn the tables and dialogue about some quotes that Mr. Hurst has brought to the table. And okay. I want to remind our audience that I don't know what quotes these are. So this is all new to me. Wow. That's... Gripping. (laughs) All right. Well, the first one I I pulled is from uh, one of my favorite writers, G.K. Chesterton, English English writer, journalist, theologian. Mm -hmm. He said, I have known many happy marriages, but never a compatible one. The whole aim of marriage is to fight through and survive the instant when incompatibility becomes unquestionable. For a man and a woman, as such, are incompatible. Mm. What do you think about that? I think that's very interesting. I mean, I assume that he's speaking at first about an obviously incompatible situation because of the gender difference. Right. A male and female, obviously, you're going to Approach. do things differently and feel things differently and... Personality differences, family of origin differences. Yeah, but I absolutely agree with that comment because the people I've known who've been married 50 plus years Uh uh, will absolutely tell you they still argue, they still don't see things eye to eye, you know, they are incompatible. And that is not a bad thing. I don't know why we fight that. In our society, we think we have to be perfectly compatible. There's no such couple. There's no two people who are perfectly compatible, meaning that they'll never disagree or never have conflict. Or We are certainly not compatible in that way, but we sure enjoy each other. Yes, we do. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure. And, and I'm having so much fun right now. Well, good. All right, here's my next one. I don't know about our audience, but... Yeah, they're, they've already left the building. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who said it after I read the quote. All right. All right. 
marriage is a pretty amazing thing when you think about it. For for two people to live together for so long under the same roof is a big accomplishment. 50-year anniversaries are becoming extinct, yet again proving that long marriages deserve awards and praise. Hmm. I'm intrigued. You want to know who said it? Yeah. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Wow. <laughs> now, why are you laughing? Uh, I'm not laughing at her. Um, I am... I agree with her. Yeah. I mean, it's it's true. I remember being a kid and knowing a lot of older couples who were celebrating golden anniversaries. For some reason, I don't know. Just I just remember that being a kid. Uh You don't see as much of that now, and which makes me sad. Um, But I do agree with that. I I think you know, at Home Encouragement, we have something called the Marriage Hall of Fame, where people can. Honor a couple who've That's true. not necessarily been married fifty years, but just a couple who've you know stood the test of time mm-hmm. and they're still doing it and you modeled know modeled that for other yeah. couples and it's a great thing. So I like that quote actually. Good. Okay, here's the next one. This is from Patricia Love, who's written marriage books and so forth. She says, "Unfortunately, a marriage license doesn't come with a job description or a set of instructions." There is definitely some assembly required. In fact, putting together a modern-day marriage can be likened likened to assembling an airplane in flight. Oh, wow. That's a good quote. I thought it was awesome. Uh, Is she the one who wrote... um... She wrote a book called Hot Monogamy, I think. Red Hot Monogamy. Yeah. Co-wrote, I think. Um, No, I agree with that. And, I mean, I agree with... um, I don't remember what the exact first part of the quote was, but um, when I think when I think about having a baby, you know, when we got pregnant, we bought the book "What to Expect When You're Expecting," which mm-hmm. you know is now a movie. And um, there's all kinds of books about child rearing, and you know, and and there's a lot of marriage books too. But people don't think they need them, mm-hmm. and so why is that? Because I I really and truly think that people go, hey, there's been married people for, you know, thousands and thousands of years, and if they could do it, I can do it. Sure. And, you know, the idea of kind of training for that and kind of learning about yourself along with your spouse. It's too much work. Yeah. And so, you know, like when we teach our married life prep class and we're sitting with engaged couples who are planning their wedding and they actually take, you know, four weeks out of their life to come and uh, learn about mm-hmm. how to do marriage better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the statistics for premarital education in terms of a successful marriage go way, way up. Yep, no doubt. Um, and so I think there is a blueprint in Scripture. Uh-huh. I think a lot of us don't always look for it or look there for it. Um, but I, I like that quote. What was the very end about... Assembling an airplane in flight. But what was the what, what what is like that when you're a modern day marriage? Oh, a modern day marriage is like yeah, I think that's true because we don't typically want to put the the work into it beforehand. Right. Okay. This is from Fern Michaels. She's a uh, romance thriller novelist. She says, "I fall in love easily. I love the marriage ceremony. I love the honeymoon phase. I just don't want to be married." I'm not marriage material, but I'm a very good honeymooner. Wow. <laughs> I think I can she remember and, having that she, same point of view. I think she and Kim Kardashian should hang out together because oh. they have kind of the same mindset. And that's what I'm trying to say yeah. is 
we're a lot of us are in love with love. A right. lot of us are in love with, you know, there's a line from Sleepless in Seattle. You don't want to be in love. You want to be in love in a movie. You right. know, um, we're all kind of caught up in that Hollywoodized idea that let's just be on this perpetual honeymoon mm. forever. And it's just not real. You know, what we try to tell couples is the best part of marriage is after all that stuff has mm-hmm. worn off and you realize it takes work and you start working and you build and you've you build worked, you've for years. Through it. Yeah. And then you find yourself, you know, 20 years into the marriage going, this is fabulous. Yeah. You know, this is way better than Nobody what I told thought me it was going to be. This part. Yeah. yeah. And it's better than when you started. Yeah. Because you've got something richer. Your roots are, you know, stronger. And we're having a good time right now. Yeah, we are. No, I, 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 that that quote makes me sad, but I think a lot of people do kind of fall into that mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay, last one. This is a uh, comedian, uh, Rita R- Rudner. Mm-hmm. Rita Rudner. Rudner. Yeah. Okay. I knew you knew her. <laughs> um, she says marriages don't last. When I meet a guy, the first question I ask myself is, "Is this the man I want my children to spend their weekends with?" Oh my god. <laughs> Awful! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is that sad, is but super funny. funny, but it is so sad. I thought I'd catch up. Marriage doesn't last, which goes back to the Jenny McCarthy quote. You don't see a lot of them that reach, you know, the fifty-year mark. But that is a funny quote. That's all I got. Unless you want to keep making no. one, making quotes up or something. No, I I think that's. Enough for our first quotes show. <laughs> I thought it went And great. that does it for our very first <laughs> quotes episode. If you enjoyed this format, please let us know and we'll bring it back for your enjoyment. If you did not enjoy this format, well, let us know anyway. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. You can also check out homeencouragement.org. Or you can email us at thehursts at homeencouragement.org. And that is spelled H-U-R-S-T-S. We also hope you'll follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all. 